Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of plants for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. Every week we try and spread the word and provide gardening news and updates. And my guest later on does exactly the same. He's one of the top journalists and authors within the horticultural industry. It's Matt Appleby. My thanks to Sutton Seeds, sponsors of this podcast. At the Royal Horticultural Society London Orchid Show and Plant Fair last weekend, a Dubliner, uh, who's been living in London for uh, over 20 years, came out of the crowd and and said uh, to me how much he liked our podcasts. Boy, we need those sort of remarks. You know, it's a bit lonely sitting here and you sometimes wonder whether there's anybody at the other end. Uh, But apparently he quite enjoys our podcast. But uh, carelessly, uh, uh, in the cool of the moment, I didn't take his name. So, uh, uh, Dubliner, if you care to send me a note with your name and address, I'll send you a little uh, memento of our meeting. Uh, It'll probably be the Shrub Book. The uh, Shrubs for Everyone is a bit different because it's the only gardening book, I believe, that was set to music. And we use one of the uh, pieces from the cantata uh, that was uh, written by Anthony Bremner called Potentilla. So if you've wondered what that music is, it's Potentilla and it comes from the Shrub Book. This continuous showery weather is a real pain I'm getting way behind in my garden. On those days when it is dry and sunny, then of course I'm away from home, really frustrating. And then when I do have a day at home, it's much too wet to do anything. And on my heavy soil, the last thing you want to be doing is treading about on it when it's wet. So I'm hopeful that this Saturday and Sunday forecast looks as if we might have a dry spell. Need to get quite a lot of stuff sown. Our industry doesn't uh, stand still. You just notice in the last few days that Bayer, the big giant chemical company, has bought Monsanto, the American company. It'll make uh, the world's largest seed and pesticide supplier. I don't know uh, how you feel about this uh, global amalgamation, but it seems to be uh, going whatever we do. Back in our own gardens, we'll just potter on. Uh, And I think... uh, Growing our own is going to gain strength over the coming months and years. On TV recently, a presenter was showing how to grow potatoes in pots using a recycled compost bag as one of the containers, which is good enough, works quite well. But what uh, they didn't seem to notice was that the plastic bag happened to be white. Uh, It had been used to hold bark chips. Now, if you grow things in white polythene, then, of course, it lets the light through. And in the case of potatoes, all those tubers that form close to the bag 
will I'm afraid go green and be edible. So if you have followed uh, that particular bit of TV advice, all I can suggest is you find a big black pot and drop the bag into it. Uh, And if you're looking for a pot bag, then make sure that it is one of the uh, compost bags that's black on the inside and coloured on the out, and you can just turn it inside out. So you just have a a black, light-excluding outdoor cover. If you want to see the way that we grow potatoes in bags, then we've just shot a little short video on sungardening.co.uk. Really, the video was uh, recorded in part because we've got 16,000 primary schools all growing potatoes. Uh, I just hope that somebody's been going in to water those that are in pots over the Easter holiday. Otherwise, they're going to be a little bit wilted. Forking through a bit of soil... I came across one or two gladiolus corms that uh, hadn't been lifted from last season and they were starting to make root and that's a pretty good indication for me that you can certainly plant gladiolus now quite safely but you need to remember that the larger the corm the earlier it will be to flower and the smaller sizes which are often in uh, pre-packs on sale at garden centres and elsewhere uh, they take longer to flower So uh, if you're growing a variety and you want a succession of flowers of that colour, well then mix some large corms in with the smaller ones. And also, if you plant at 14-day intervals from now through to the end of May, that will help to give you succession in flowering too. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> We have a very uh, important person in the horticultural trade for our interview today, Mr. Matthew Matt Appleby. Actually, to let you in on a secret, I think originally he was a primary school teacher and now Deputy Editor of Horticulture Week. That's our main trade magazine for the whole of the horticultural industry. And uh, you uh, might have seen some of his columns in the Daily Telegraph. Uh, And he has a, a very good book, on children's gardening. Matt, thanks for giving us the time today. Now, how did you make that change from teacher to a horticultural journalist? That was quite a change, wasn't it? No, that's a good question. I was, um, I was in New Zealand at the time and I was, I was, a, I was a primary school teacher. And, uh, I wasn't, didn't think I was a particularly good one, but I always wanted to be a journalist, so I retrained. And it was quite cheap to do there, quite easy to do, lots of opportunities, so I dived in. 
Right, because I always admire when we're sitting together, uh, you can take copy down in shorthand, leaves me standing. So, so uh, did you uh, learn that in New Zealand? Yeah, that was part of the training. You had to do 80 words a minute to pass the course. and uh, I just 80, 80 words a minute? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, it, was, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. <laughs> I can quite believe it was one of the hardest things to do, and I just wish that I'd done it. But, I mean, you, you really are now the main voice piece for the industry, aren't you? I mean, you've run some great stories over the years uh, from the horticultural world. Yeah, there's always lots of things going on, you know, even at the moment, you know, with the, with the bad weather. Um, uh, there's lots of, lots of, lots of uh, things going on in the industry. You know, with Easter weekend just having been, it means that, you know, people are very worried about trade and uh, one, one garden retail uh, chain had gone into administration and they said it's all to do with weather and cash flow so uh, another company Backer one of the biggest online companies yeah, in Europe um, that was in administration a couple of months ago so um, compared to this time last year when it was very sunny um, it's tough times but uh, certainly gives you plenty to write about well I mean March those two snowy weekends were absolute killers weren't they in terms of trade I mean there's a question mark too over home base isn't there yeah I've done quite a lot on home base because I've got some contacts out in Australia and they're very interested in what goes on because there's a big foray into the UK market for them and I'm pretty sure that they're going to try and sell it if they possibly can the latest figures I got it it would cost them 800 million to turn it around and 600 million to sell it, so they might want to cut their losses. They're frightening figures, aren't they? But I mean, whatever happens, there's going to be 40 branches closed, isn't there? That's right. It's amazing what how they've managed to um, get it so wrong. It seems because when I first met them, I thought they were very engaging and full of bright ideas, but uh, I think they've just made it to Australian, really, and haven't really uh, tried to match the British market well enough. But it's you know it's a tough market. The internet is having quite dramatic effect, isn't it, into all sections of our trade? And then over the weekend, I was watching Richard Jackson on the QVC. I mean, it's amazing the amount of uh, plants and compost and stuff that's sold, you know, on television, shopping channels. Well, yeah, I mean, this is getting to snowy garden centres. Pops hasn't been so easy in the last few weeks, but people still, you know, they want to get into gardening so they're preparing so perhaps they're buying more at home though even then they're worried that they might not get their deliveries uh, but you know I went to the launch of a Squires Garden Centre in Woking a couple of weeks ago and Charlie Dimmock was there and uh, it was snowing and a lot of people still turned up but they all went in the cafe they didn't go in the plant area because uh, who wants to buy a plant with snow on it? <laughs> <laughs> well I went to the Medicroft Garden Centre on Saturday yes and the restaurant there was absolutely packed out but, I mean, once you stood outside in the plant area, the wind nearly killed you, yeah. <laughs> Tough times, but I'm pretty sure the weather is going to turn any day now. It surely will. It's the one thing that we can't alter. But the sun's got some strength now, hasn't it? And so if we yeah. get a fine day and a bit of a breeze, uh, things will dry and the trade will just take off. Now, you've got to, um, a commitment, too, with the Horticulture Trades Association's garden at Chelsea. Uh, designed by Chris Collins. We had Chris on last week, and he tells us that you're one of the judges for a Dalek competition. Now, what's that all about? Well, yeah, well, Chris, Chris invented this thing where you get one of those sort of, it's called a black wall compost bin, one of those sort of big black compost bins that councils sell or give out 
and uh, a few years ago he had the idea of a school of turning it into a Dalek or, or a, an alien or a robot. Um, so you, basically, you get a get a plunger or a you know toilet brush and you stick it in, the, in the, for a nose or an antennae, and you cover it in cut, cut in half ping pong balls or tennis balls or just bits of foil, and you just decorate it as well as you can to try and make it look like this. Uh, this Dalek, and uh, it's very engaging for the children. And uh, yeah, Chris lent me the, that idea, and I put it in my book, The Children's Garden, and now it's been, been used again for the HDA's garden at Chelsea. And uh, we're, me and Chris are going to judge the best one, and people have got to email in the, uh, their entries, um, ncgw at hda.org.uk, but it's, it's all on the HDA website, and uh, yeah, may the best one win. And, and the... Uh sort of practicalities of it is that they hope that the local garden centre will work with a school is that right and the two yeah. together will come up with uh, what is a, a useful design it's got to be quite good isn't it to go to Chelsea well exactly yeah I mean you know about all that better than me but the uh, yeah that's the idea that the HGA are trying to promote the industry and garden centres and all their 3,000 members so all the garden centres and nurseries um, so they want as many of them to be involved in possible, as possible in this and to sort of spread the word because not everyone go to Chelsea but this will give people the opportunity to you know, get involved. And what and, will you be looking for then? Well, I'll just be looking for the best one but I'll let, I'll, I'll, I'll let Chris guide me a bit but um, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm looking for one which um, shows a lot of enthusiasm. I've got two little kids, age six and eight and, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be trying to ha have another go at one. We did one a few years ago. And the other thing that it's promoting is National Children's Gardening Week, which is the 26th of May to the 3rd of June, which is a really sort of worthy cause that's been uh, promoted by just one guy, Neil Grant at Ferndale Garden Centre, for the last two or three years. And he's used a few resources from me. And now it's, it's, uh, it's going big. It's going nationwide. The HDA have taken over it, and it's going to be a whole nationwide scheme. And if you go on the website there, it's got loads of resources, cartoons. Chris Collins has got involved in that, um, and I think you know that's a, that's a really brilliant idea to have a proper National Children's Gardening Week just after Chelsea, which this whole Dalek thing will help promote. And, and will your book be a bit of a help for all of this? I mean, I the do. picture that you've got of the Dalek compost bin. Yeah. Uh, is that is that a starting point for everybody? Well, yeah, yeah. That's that, I've still got that Dalek compost bin. It's down my allotment now, <laughs> but it keeps keeps on getting blown away in the, in this this winter. But uh, and so bits keep <laughs> bits keep on getting blown off. So it needs a renovation. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a bit more about the book? Uh, uh, I mean, if we're going to encourage yeah, kids to garden, uh, they need things to happen quickly, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I I just you know I I. I kind of lean, leaned back on my primary school years just to think of like fun ideas for them to do um, and um, so I thought of seasonal ideas an idea for each each week of the year and the, you know a couple of years before that I'd written a book about allotments and that was just about things to do on your allotment not necessarily you know just grow some grow some crops it was it's meant to be fun ideas so uh, I tried to think of as many fun ideas as I could and um, we took loads of photos I mean for instance um, Pampas grass jousting was one of my ideas. Pampas, um, just a minute. Pampas grass jousting. Yeah. Isn't yeah. pampas grass quite sharp, those leaves? You've got to be yeah, careful with those. Well, <laughs> lots, of, lots, lots of kids have got knight, knight's costumes, so they, they wear them. 
there is a photo in the book of them, and uh, there was yeah, no one hurt hurt themselves too much. Um, yeah, so I'm into pampas grass jousting and anything anything a bit crazy like that, which uh, gets gets the little boys and girls quite properly entertained. So do they joust with the seat with the flower heads? Then those, I mean, they're almost like tickling sticks. Well, yeah, they do, and the, and the one who ends up with um, the most most um, most pampas grass in the end after a, a few, um, they, they they use um, you know um, brooms as as uh, kind of horses and <laughs> do some charging. <laughs> <laughs> I you could be in the Olympics. I, I can see you and Chris together over a couple of. Uh, jars of beer <laughs> dreaming up some quite good schemes yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. For, for kids yeah. well no Chris Chris was great you know he gave me the you know the idea that you know let your imagination run wild because that's what you know children like to do isn't it uh, uh, without question yes mm. and they're great fun aren't they you know uh, we do a number of workshops with uh, schools and, and really you know the young kids are just unbelievable if if you can give them a few seeds and within two or three days they're up, you know their eyes light up. Uh, j just uh, it's a joy to be with. Now the children's gardening book is it going to have a um, a second edition? Not that I know of, but um, I have got another book coming out in October called Right Super Organic Gardener: How to Make a Vegan Garden. How to and, make a uh, vegan garden? Yeah. It's the next big thing, Peter. Honestly, uh, <laughs> just a long just, pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm a meat and two veg man, you know. <laughs> well, no, I've, 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 I spent some time looking for a publisher, and there was a lot of sceptical people. Um, but I found one called White Owl, who are very good, and they um, are fully behind me. And there's been a lot of books about being a vegan out and articles including in the sun and lots of other newspapers and uh, magazines and if you really want to you know be a vegan you've got to think about actually where your food comes from and has it been grown in a vegan way which means no horse manure no blood fish and bone and um, being really nice to animals when you're growing it boy that that sounds quite tough yeah you know speaking yeah. to chris who's now the uh, lead horticulturist isn't he for garden organic yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he said he likes to to be a bit in the middle of the road as well as uh, um, practicing as an organic allotment holder uh, now well garden organic was supportive about the book and I, they gave me you know they gave me some help and uh, quite a lot of other organizations around the uk were supportive and there are some one or two people who are doing this sort of vegan gardening commercially growing like veg boxes a guy called Ian Tolhurst is doing that and uh, yeah I mean it is it is a thing and I've got Cleve West the Chelsea designer to write the introduction because he is a very strong advocate of this area um, and uh, he's, he's very passionate and he's been very helpful too so I, I think there is a little movement growing here and uh, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that it will you know reach a little bit further than what some of the publishers who turned me down expected <laughs> <laughs> well we always wish you success matt but i mean looking out from my bedroom window two mornings ago there, there were all the feathers remaining from a friendly blackbird that was just starting to nest uh, and our local fox had killed it uh, and sometimes I'm not entirely animal friendly if you get the drift. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there is, the, I mean, quite often, you know, it's 
cats, isn't it? But uh, yeah. that, uh, we'll get your get the birds in the garden. And, but uh, in the in the book, it talks a bit about how to how to uh, deal with wildlife in the, in a way where you don't have much impact on them, and hopefully they don't have much impact on what you grow. Hopefully, yeah. it's a fine line. It it is a fine line, you know. And when when uh, we got quite a big family of foxes, I think living in some school grounds near us. Uh, I think they're, you know, holed up under a great bank of uh, brambles. Mm. And, I mean, they stripped my sweet corn. They were just ready for picking, and, and they just crashed them and, and ate all the cobs. Boy. Well, I'm waiting it, for a it, big slug in any minute now, and uh, how to deal with them is, is the gardener's biggest bugbear of, of, of April, I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah. Well, you'll have to go out at, at night, won't you? Yeah, like, like Prince one. Charles oh, yeah. gardeners, you know, go out with a torch and, and, and collect them. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. might have to be. I've got, I picked a snail off our um, patio doors today. I don't know what it was doing there. I don't know what it was looking for. It was halfway up. <laughs> so what did you do with it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> placed it down very carefully in the grass. Oh, right. <laughs> that sounds like a good vegan approach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt, I wish your uh, dialect competition every success. I hope some of our listeners will encourage schools to have a go. And, and perhaps you'll come on later on and tell us just uh, what the entries were like and, and how excited the kids were when their dialect went to the Chelsea Flower Show. No, I'd love to do that. Thanks very much. What's on? It's the Royal Horticulture Society's first out-of-London show held in Cardiff on the 13th to the 15th of April. And of course, as we mentioned last week, uh, it's the Ascot Spring Flower Show too on the uh, 13th to the 15th. So uh, hopefully some of you might uh, travel out and see what the nurseries have got uh, on show at those two events. My thought for the week comes from Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, uh, and he's reported as saying, I never see any home cooking. All I get is fancy stuff. Well, I can tell you, last Sunday uh, we had uh, Brussels sprout greens. That's the young shoots coming from the tops of sprouts. Boy, I do love those. And, And with a bit of purple sprouting. Uh, I'm still uh, harvesting a few carrots from uh, those that were sown in pots and I got potatoes from my son's allotment and so I tell you we had some home cooking including the Bramley apple crumble not sure that I should invite uh, the Duke of Edinburgh for lunch but uh, I can tell you we have home cooking all right thanks again to our sponsor Sutton Seeds of Torquay And thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.